Season 2, Episode 8 Limiting Beliefs Around Your Marketing Hi, I'm Ruth Elizabeth Hancock and welcome to my podcast, Energetic Business and Life. And today we're going to look at limiting beliefs that you may have built up around your marketing. And I'm going to use a case study for my own business so you can understand exactly what I mean and how managing our energy in the right way can help us to work through it and out the other side. This all starts with a conversation I had with an old client, and as we chatted over the phone, I asked her how things were going, and her response really surprised me because we had known each other for a couple of years now. She told me that she thought her brand messaging was off and asked me what I thought. I already knew her business inside and out, and I knew her brand messaging was fine, but what I had a sneaking suspicion of was that she was spending too much time on social media reading posts about brand messaging and she had now bought into the belief that this was her problem. We know that brand messaging is important, but I know that she knew her ideal client inside out. She knew what they wanted and she truly believed her services could get the results that they desired. So what exactly was the problem? Well, after exploring it in a little bit more detail, it turned out that there were two things. The first one was that people were not responding to her social media posts, and this was leaving her feeling a bit flat. We'll come to this one next week, but I want to focus on number two this week, which is that she wasn't getting enough clients. In her desire to find the answers to these problems, She had developed limiting beliefs around her brand messaging and marketing, which were causing her to be blindsided. Being blindsided is when our limiting beliefs about things stop us from seeing the full picture, and we begin to see life in a very skewed way. We begin to read, see, perceive and view everything from a limited place. Then the brain starts to hunt out more of our limiting beliefs, and we start to see them everywhere. In my opinion, this is why when we finally expel the limiting beliefs from our mind, we feel a great sense of relief, or even release of energy, because on an energetic level, this limiting belief has caused a blockage in our energy field, thus causing stagnation and eventually confusion, limited thinking and thought patterns. If you've ever been accused of something you didn't do, or misjudged in some way, It's because the other person cannot see beyond their limited thinking, their own limiting beliefs. Clearing away the limited belief or thought clears stagnation, enabling them to see reality in a different way or from a different perspective. Your perspective in this case. So if her brand messaging was fine, what could she do to get more clients? There's actually no easy answer to this. And in my opinion, depends on where you are now with your business and what type of person you are. There are literally a ton of different marketing strategies that you could use and it's mostly about finding the ones that suit you and also shifting expectations around how long it will take before they start working. 
In my opinion, the strategies that we use need to be ones that we actually enjoy. Because when we first start working with them, we have a lot of energy. And this energy makes them work. You're literally riding a high vibrational energy wave filled with hope, relief, and even gratitude. But there also may be some other things in there, such as expectation, desperation, and more that you can't see, which means that you've only got a finite amount of time before your resilience is going to wane and your energy is going to come crashing down and bring you back down to that low vibrational state again. I think when you're new to business, it's really easy to fall into this sort of mindset, but I can also see that the answer is a simple one, but hard to maintain. We need to develop this mindset where we don't have expectations around people buying from us and try and focus on serving your ideal client instead or protecting or helping, as I call it, as I find serve feels too subservient to me. Of course, my own limiting beliefs, which I'm working on too. What I'm trying to say is to develop the mindset that you enjoy what you do and you just keep at it, trying out lots of things until something clicks, whilst being prepared to change things again if it stops working. It's keeping that flow of loving and compassionate energy radiating out of you consistently, which of course is why Steve Jobs was always such a fan of doing what you love. If you can develop some pure love and sense of purpose around your business, where you are working from an inner but higher wisdom, where you are literally changing the world with what you're doing, this really helps you to shift your mindset fast and gives you more resilience so you can lose the expectation. The thing is that if you're a new business and desperate to make money, then not only is this desperation a sign that you have a ton of money blocks or limiting beliefs around money, but it also means that you will need to find an income from somewhere to tide you over to reduce this desperate feeling that you have inside. In the meantime, you can work on these money blocks and find out where this desperation comes from, find out what limiting beliefs you have around money and start working through them and clearing them so you can stop self-sabotaging yourself around money. Having multiple streams of income is not a sign of failure. It's simply part and parcel of running your own business. In fact, as I've talked about in previous episodes, I believe that we should all have different revenue channels so that we aren't putting all of our eggs into one basket. And I find eight is a good number here. Also, mixing up online with offline marketing is good because it's far easier to create that perfect connection or build relationships face-to-face when someone can see that passion and confidence oozing out of you. As we know, people buy you and your energy. People buy from people they like. But this will only happen if you've spent the time to get to know them first. Try and keep an open mind when you look online so that you don't get caught up in other people's spider's webs, as I call them. Developing a stronger self-identity will help you do this and really getting clear on what your exact problem is so that you don't end up buying something you don't need. And of course, speak to real people too, so you can get some high energy back into your business. In the online world, we are being pulled left, right and centre by our own emotions and beliefs, and it's easy to let our fears and insecurities take over. 
This is something that happens to all of us. I feel this is because 95% of our mind we can't see. It's hidden away in our subconscious mind, so we don't even know what we're broadcasting out of our energy field, and therefore what we're attracting back to us. And we get caught up in the pull of the collective consciousness. Even strong and resilient minds can feel the debilitating effects of the online world. So if you're a new business and haven't built up the confidence or resilience yet, it's going to quickly pull you down and suck you in. So my advice is to get off social media and go and connect with people offline. Start a networking group or run some free workshops or speak at a local event. And don't see this as a money-making activity. See it as a reputation-enhancing and marketing exercise. This is where it really helps to think bigger in your own business and not see everything as about making money. Thinking bigger works in so many ways because it allows your mind to stretch your current reality, create something new and transcend your limiting beliefs around money or marketing or your business. So here are eight things you can do now to help you transcend limited thinking get you back to a higher vibrational state and work your energy in a way that supports your business and life more. First and most important in my opinion is to do some journaling to find out what the real problem is so you can transcend your current limiting beliefs or limiting thoughts that you may have built up from the online world or even just the insecurity or lack of confidence of running your own business. In fact, I would say that incorporating journaling into your day-to-day -day really helps you to figure out all of these sorts of questions so that you wouldn't get into this problem in the first place. Because it's like therapy, and all of your insecurities, fears, worries and anxieties literally just flow out of your hand onto the paper in front of you, so they don't start to build up in your own mind. So you probably would have seen this a few weeks ago, you would have understood that brand messaging was something that had been building up in your own energy field or your own mind, and therefore it needed to be worked on. If you find this sort of journaling hard to do, then let's move on to number two, which is to do a meditation first to help you connect to your higher mind or beyond. It's actually not hard to connect to the higher mind because we're connected all the time, What's hard is to disconnect from the physical world so that we can start hearing our higher mind. And of course, many of us are ignoring it and thinking nothing of it. If you're new to this way of working, then try out a guided meditation first that will connect you to your higher mind. I have one on my website for $10 and there's probably loads of free ones on YouTube as well. When talking to your higher mind, you can either write the answers, and if you're new, this is often a good way of doing it, because again, you've got that connection between yourself, your hand, and the subconscious mind, and the answers all just pour out. Or you can simply have a dialogue with your higher mind, and this is something that you'll be able to do with practice. I have regular dialogues with my higher mind now, but I still journal, as it's a very good energy release, and it helps you to get to the real root of the problem, especially with more complex questions. You'll find when talking to your higher mind that it's all in the question that you ask. And the higher mind will always respect that we have complete free will in this physical world. So 
when you ask questions where it's going to give you an answer and tell you what to do, then you simply won't get an answer or you'll get something different coming up. So in a sense, you have to sort of work through a a series of answers so you can get a yes and no answer on different ones as you work through. So instead of saying, what's my brand messaging, which I don't think you'll get an answer on that, but you may, you'd say something like, is my brand messaging currently off? And if you don't get an answer to that, then your next question could be, do I have a fear around my brand messaging? By all means, you could ask the question, what is my fear or what is the fear that I have around this and see what answers you get. If you don't get an answer, then you could either try and reword that into a different way of asking or you can start journaling. You write the answer with your hand and then you'll get a whole lot coming out and it could actually take you half an hour before you get the real truth coming out. But you will get all of your anxieties, fears, insecurities, worries, all pouring out on the paper if you write for long enough. This could even take one or two hours. However, if you don't have time to do that, then just keep changing the way you're asking the question. And when you don't get an answer, again, reword the question and see what answer you get then. Questions such as, how could I improve my brand messaging? Is my brand messaging my real problem? Or is there another issue that I'm not seeing? Am I really clear on who my ideal client is? Do I know what they look like? Do I know them in minute detail? Do I know what they need, what they want, what they desire? Do I know them inside out and can really provide the best result with my services for them? Your higher mind really does know everything about you. And it really does, it really is able to answer all of these sorts of questions. And it depends, if you're new to this, then you're not used to this way of working and it may take longer. But incorporating it into your life on a day-to-day basis will just do wonders for your business, your life and your energy. So I highly recommend doing it. Just start off by doing 10 minutes every day and see what comes out. And if you feel inspired, then you can do more. So moving on to number three, do everything with love and compassion. So this is what you're always sending out. We don't want to be sending out frustration, expectation, resentment or desperation, which are all low vibrational. Of course, it's normal to feel all of these sorts of feelings and emotions sometimes. But what I do is I don't dwell in them and I don't sit in them for too long. I see it as a sign or a message from my body, which is telling me something. And usually it's telling me to slow down or take a break. Because when you get to that low vibrational energy, there's no point continuing on with what you're doing in your business or life at this moment in time. You're far better off focusing on pulling your vibration back up again so that you can make your life work for you. Remember, you're always attracting your emotions and feelings back to you. And of course, your beliefs as well. But your beliefs are harder to understand. You have to get into the subconscious mind to find those. Our emotions and feelings, we know what we're feeling at this moment in time. So then we can work on reframing it, taking a break, doing something that you really, really enjoy, and then coming back to your business afterwards when you're feeling better about it all and you've managed to raise your energy into that higher vibrational state. Number four, Try and find a marketing solution that you enjoy so you don't build up negativity over your marketing, which in most cases can take, can take around 60% of your time. 
So if you spend 60% of your time doing things that you really, really hate, this is going to be a lot of low vibrational energy that you're creating for yourself and your business. Or maybe do what I do, which is to outsource all the things that I don't like doing. If you can find someone who loves doing what you hate doing, then you've created double high energy in your business. And don't let limiting beliefs around money hold you back here, because there are actually many people who'd be open to doing swaps, more than you know. For me these days, it's not just about time and money, it's also about energy. Because if you're sitting in low vibrational energy for too long, then pretty much everything that you've been doing during that past hour is just sending out more low vibrational stuff. And if you really do have to just do something in your business that you just really, really hate doing, like your accounts or something, then again, do what I do, which is I get a huge cup of tea, something nice to eat. I settle down and get through it while I'm eating and drinking something I love. Coming back into the online world again brings us into number five, which is to schedule or plan your time online so you can mentally prepare and get your vibrations up first. This will help you attract higher vibrational frequencies back to you, which is only going to enhance your life and business in every single way. Your emotions and feelings change all the time. So we only have to get ourselves to this higher vibrational state for as long as we're online for. And then when we start to feel low vibrational again or feel ourselves getting sucked into something, then we come off. So we're making our emotions and feelings work for us to help us raise our energy and therefore raise our successes in life or business. And when we go online, it's, be, it's about being more intentional, which is number six. So being more intentional is that we have a specific purpose or reason for going online. And this means we don't end up mindlessly scrolling because this mindless behavior is actually us operating from our subconscious mind. So we'll be attracting back all the limiting beliefs, ancestral traumas, limiting traumas, limited thinking, everything that's in our subconscious mind, we'll be attracting all of this stuff back to us, but we're just not aware that we're doing it because we're on autopilot. So in a sense, we can be aware of what limiting beliefs or traumas we have stuck in our subconscious mind because a lot of this is where you get triggered. So when people trigger you online and you feel like writing a shouty post back to them, this is because it's triggered something in your own subconscious mind. And this could be a sign of something you need to work on, or it could just be a sign that you just need to get off social media and go and do something more upbeat instead. Number seven is something that I do a lot of these days, and that's practice emotional freedom technique, often called EFT or tapping. It's often called acupuncture without the needles, and I can see why because I find it really releases a lot of pent-up energy from my mind and from my energy field. And actually, after I've just come out of a session of doing it, it feels like I've just come back from a jog, a 20-minute jog. So I feel like it's releasing a lot of stagnating, trapped or stuck energy from my energy field that I no longer need. And number eight is simply to be aware of what you're reading and who you're following online because 
we're entangling with everybody that, well, we're entangling with every single person all of the time. But once we start following someone or reading their posts, we're now much closer to them in terms of energy. And we're now entangling with their energy field because quantum entanglement has no boundaries. And this is how we can do quantum healing over Zoom and things like this, because the second that you connect with someone, the second that you think about someone, or the second that you read something that they've just written, or you maybe do one of their online courses, you're now connecting with them as well. On a, on a subconscious level, on an energetic level, so you won't be necessarily aware of it. But I think it's really important to be careful who you're following and who you're reading and go for the more positive, upbeat people who have the higher energy exuding out of them, which we can feel, actually. I find marketing copy fits into two different categories. There's the half glass empty lot and there's the half glass full lot. So you could see the half glass empty lot as focusing on things you're doing wrong in your business or pain points or focusing on the, the more negative aspects of, of your business or your life. Whereas the, the glass half full people are more focused on desires and attraction and energy and vibrations. And they're much more intentional and conscious individuals. So they're conscious of what they're putting out there. And they usually often tend to be more authentic and genuine people as well. So you're not so much being pulled in to a, to a negative mindset. You're being, if you like, pulled into a more positive mindset. And this will help with your own learning and journey as well. Because we're, if you like, pulling each other up and we're all moving and raising our vibration together. So it's a much nicer feeling, I find, and helps me to learn things in a far more upbeat way. So next week, we're going to look at the first half of this problem, which is that people were not responding to her social media posts. And we're going to come at it from an energetic spin. So that's all for this week. Thank you for tuning in. And as always, if you want to reach out to me, ask me any questions about the podcast, then you can do on hello at ruthelizabethhancock.com. And that's Elizabeth spelt with an S. Or there's my old email address, which is elizabeth at elizabethhancock.com. My website address is ruthelizabethhancock.com, which I've just changed to incorporate my full name as I'll be publishing my book under my full name. And I just launched my first online course, which is called Energy Mastery. And it's a short, brief, four-week online course helping you to harness, tap into and manage your energy so that you can create a much better business and life for yourself and get back to a happier and more productive you. So take care and have a great week. Thanks for listening. Bye.